welcome to The Voice of Social Sales. I'm your host, Chelsea Pites, and I am so excited to be talking about some of the latest and greatest changes to Instagram. A lot of you have been asking me about if we should switch over to the new creator account, questions about the new creator studio, and also I've been getting this question for a number of months actually, people wondering why their engagement has decreased, a lot of people are saying that they believe there's been an algorithm change, I've read blog posts and seen YouTube videos about algorithm this and algorithm that, and so we're gonna just unpack everything sort of happening with Instagram lately, which I think personally is very, very positive. First and foremost, let's make sure that we're connected on Instagram. I drop weekly IGTV how-tos, tutorials, tips and tricks on how to leverage Instagram to build your powerful personal brand to attract your ideal client, and of course, how to generate leads. Also, I offer everybody who sends me a direct message through Instagram a free Instagram bio audit. So make sure that you go over to Insta, find me at chelsea.pites, that's P-E-I-T-Z, and request your free Instagram bio audit today. All right, well, let's dive in here. So what's the deal happening with Instagram? You might have hear, you might have been hearing a lot of people saying, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on. I used to get more engagement. And then people were like, oh, the algorithm has changed. Well, Let's talk about the algorithms first and foremost. So there is an algorithm on every social media platform. And even though Facebook owns Instagram, Facebook is still a little bit of a different algorithm than Insta. Facebook has 2 billion active users every month and Insta has about a billion. So when you have that many people and it becomes highly saturated and it will continue to become even more saturated, they do have to make a lot of algorithmic changes. Now, what we see in Insta is really based on who we're talking to, who we're DMing, uh, what content we're engaging with and liking and sharing and saving. If we go to the Explore tab and you like watching dog videos or cooking videos, then you're likely going to see more of that. When you are commenting on friends posts, you're going to see that friends posts higher in your feed. However, Unlike Facebook, that really has to sort through and pick and choose from the available inventory that you could see on the menu, so to speak, they're gonna pick and choose what you see because there's just so much content. Right now on Insta, you still could, if you wanted to scroll infinitely, see all of the content. So I don't know if that's gonna change. My assumption is it's going to have to change at some point because it's getting even more and more saturated. But that's really how the algorithm works. It looks at timeliness, how recent you have been in there, how often you do go in. If you only go in once a week, then you're going to see different stuff than somebody who goes in multiple times a day, who's gonna see all the fresh relevant content. Uh, again, your interests and behaviors on the platform. Now, uh, I have seen a lot of uh, influencers talking about this algorithm and engagement lately. Obviously, my Instagram guru, Miss Jen Herman of Jen's Trends, uh, she's always been talking about the algorithm. I just watched a YouTube video of Sunny Leonard Doozy, who is a YouTube influencer. She was talking about the algorithms as well and buying fake followers and all of these hacks that you know a lot of people have been putting out there. And what was interesting and what inspired me to actually record this podcast is there was a, what I would call quote unquote influencer, just based on numbers alone. I don't know this person. I don't follow this person. I happen to follow their YouTube channel. I'm not going to say who it is, uh, but it is somebody who has a lot of YouTube views, a lot of followers on different platforms. And this person was um, pretty much known, like their brand was growth hacking and uh, through, through like tricks and how to kind of game the system on Insta. 
And two years ago, this person was making a ton of videos about power likes and follow for follows and bot behavior. And it was interesting to me that the video that they recently published was that, hey, none of that works anymore. And all of the accounts that I was managing and using all of the stuff that I told you a couple of years ago, um, it doesn't work. So there you have it, even from the quote unquote growth hackers. It's only a matter of time before a lot of these activities get shut down. And I also wanted to bring this up for another reason. A lot of people are starting to have um, emotions about feeling like, well, why am I not growing? And they're starting to place a personal assessment of their value and their content's value on that. When really, you know, these numbers, it's about going really deep with your community and not wide and getting more followers and getting the swipe up. I mean, that's all fine and dandy if you know, you know, if you know how to use the swipe up and you want to use it and you can leverage some more leads, sure. But for me, it's really about how deep I can go with my community members. And to be honest with you, I really don't look at a lot of my insights because I don't want to jade or tarnish my experience of making stories and content because I enjoy it so much. So if you know that you're a person like that, like I am, then just, you know, don't look at your insights. Yes, you should be looking at your insights and I should too, because you need to know like what kind of content your audience likes. Oftentimes, it may be something that you're surprised by. You may be thinking that they love pictures of houses, but they might really love pictures of you and your family. So it is important to look at those things. So we'll get into that in, in a little bit. Um, I also want to mention that, you know, don't get down on yourself. Don't feel bad. And yes, there are a lot of people, and I'm going to say again the word influencers, which all y'all know is one of my favorite words. I'm um, being sarcastic if, you, sarcastic if you couldn't tell. Um, I've personally seen big name influencers who charge money for speaking on stages and, um, you know, have content out there and YouTube channels and books and all of that. And they have talked about using third party tools that are really not approved by Instagram. Um, there's a lot of third party tools that are approved and I'll talk about that in just a second. But third party tools for this hacking kind of behavior, follow unfollows, auto comments, um, over automation, and those are things that Instagram does not approve and they get shut down. Uh, so I know for a fact that a lot of people out there feel this pressure to be to have a certain number um, to automate things because they are wanting to be considered, quote, an influencer. And that's um, a little bit disappointing, uh, in my opinion, for all of us who are out there working really hard to organically grow. But I do want to let you know that that is happening. And there are things out there like Instagram brokers. Now, that's a name I gave it. I don't know if that's what they're actually called that you can pay to grow your account to 50,000, 100,000 people. And a lot of these companies say, oh, they're real followers and they're real accounts. Well, what happens is you can pay as little as $5 all the way up to $5,000. And there's a ton of people and accounts sitting in a room with a ton of phones, um, you know, just auto following and liking. And a lot of times, those accounts that will follow you will eventually unfollow you. And they're not even in your target market typically. So what happens is when you buy all those followers and you don't have the engagement on your content, first of all, Instagram is smart enough to know that all of a sudden you're getting a ton of likes and follows and comments in a very short amount of time. 
They also know where you're logged in from. You have to give those companies your login information so they can see that all of a sudden you're logging into multiple devices or from multiple areas. So it's it's very transparent. They absolutely know that those things are going on and they make notes on your account, so to speak. They am like, okay, well, so this person obviously is doing some sort of bot behavior or third-party activity and these are not approved and so they make a little note of that and it will affect your algorithm and how far your reach can go. So it negatively impacts you to have those vanity metrics. Now, um, we were talking about um, how Instagram is looking at your activity and approved third-party systems. Well, they actually have on their website, and you can do this through Facebook, facebook.com slash business slash partner directory. And I will put that website in the show notes facebook.com slash business slash partner directory. You can actually Google Facebook business partner directory and you'll be able to see all of the third party APIs that are approved. For example, um, Planoly, later.com, Agora Pulse, those types of tools that are totally approved for you to schedule content within Instagram. Now we're gonna talk about another tool that you can now use for scheduling content as well. But you can always be assured that if that product or tool is not on that list, then it is definitely not approved and will throw up a red flag to any of the socials if it's not approved. So definitely check that out and see, hmm, is this website or company that I'm going to be working with, are they approved? Now, if somebody asks you for your login and password, that just should be a red flag to you as well, because that just makes me very nervous. So I just want you guys to be cautious about it. I have a friend of mine who told me a story that, you know, they got a whole bunch of likes on a post and then got an email that said, hey, these likes are like a present from us to you. And if you'd like to do this again, let us know and, you know, you can pay us for it. So they're just going ahead and without even permission and giving a whole bunch of likes to people's content to try to reel them into a paid service. That definitely is a no-no as well. Um, Basically, what some of these growth hacking strategies were that were in these YouTube videos, I'm just going to go over them so you have a familiarity of what they are. Obviously, buying likes or followers, and you can buy likes for any post, and you just go in and you can pay as little as five bucks, and you basically give them the URL for the post, and then they go and send all these random people to go like it. Well, here's the thing, too, is if you get uh, hundreds of likes within a short amount of time, don't you think Instagram algorithms know that? They're very smart algorithms, so I don't recommend ever buying likes and certainly not followers because then the challenge is if you get all these followers but then you don't have the engagement or comments on your actual posts, Instagram knows that. They're like, this isn't the right ratio. They they should be having more um, engagement. And so what it thinks is, well, geez, this is a terrible post, so we're not gonna show it to anybody because there's nobody engaging with it. The follow unfollow apps. Um, I think they shut down a lot of these already, but you used to be able to go in and pay an app or a service to go out and follow all these people and you could even tell them, hey, this is my industry, this is my niche, I want you to find people in this particular industry 
And uh, my assumption is that they probably looked at usernames or keywords or something of that nature, hashtags, which is another reason that a lot of people are seeing quote unquote engagement going down because they're shutting down all of these bot services, which is great. We don't want bots following and unfollowing or auto commenting or looking for hashtags and then you know putting in a comment. I've even seen those comments on my Insta where someone's like, follow so-and-so, they can help you make $5,000. That is a bot, that is a fake account. If you get something like that, go to that person's account and report them. Report them to Instagram as spam because that is not what Instagram is all about. Um, so these are uh, common ways that people are trying to quote unquote grow. So if you're seeing lower engagement, it's probably because there's been so many third party tools that have been shut down, which is Awesome. And you know, we have 1 billion people making content on Insta. It's like I said, it's getting saturated. It's only going to get worse. So it's not like the good old days. If you've been doing Insta for a while, it's definitely changing. Um, they also have engagement pods, which we've talked about before. Engagement pods or engagement groups, those aren't against terms of service per se, like buying likes and followers and follow unfollow apps. Those are totally against Instagram's terms of service, which is why those things get um, cracked down on. The idea of collaborating with people and supporting each other's content isn't necessarily against the terms of service. However, do you not think that Instagram knows if the same exact people are constantly commenting and all within a certain amount of time? So again, those that's a lot of work too. I mean, if you're in an engagement group and you've committed to, okay, every time somebody posts something, we're all gonna go in, we're all gonna make a comment at this time, that's a lot of work. Too much work if you ask me and I just, I've actually done one just to see what it was like and I found it stressful and a lot of work. So um, that's something that a lot of people are doing and I don't know if that will affect the algorithm. I don't know if one day that will be an issue with people in engagement pods. Uh, bots, obviously, we talked about gifted likes. There's something called power likes too, which uh, you could, and I've read books about this, I'm not gonna name the book, but there was a best-selling book that came out earlier this year, and it was really a study on how you can growth hack your way through the socials. And um, power likes or connecting with really large accounts to go to your account and actually either shout you out or like your stuff or comment it, comment on it or share it, just like to get a well-known big account with lots of followers to help you get some engagement and more eyeballs, more awareness. It's kind of like um, not a positive influencer marketing kind of strategy. Those I have heard too are not really working as well because guess what? Instagram realizes, okay, this account with millions of followers is now commenting on this account with a thousand followers. Okay, there's probably something going on there and that's against terms of service. They don't want people paying for um, activity within Insta. So all of those things, I'm really happy, are going to be going away, which is awesome. I also think I mentioned on my flash briefings that recently this summer, actually I believe it was last month in July, Instagram just shut down a dozens, dozens of accounts that were used to profit and make money. And these accounts were disabled because they said they were violating platform policies and they had alleged attempted abuse of internal processes. And these were accounts where 
they had, I think, a combined 33 million followers and they just overnight clicked, done, turned them off. And these accounts were doing sort of viral memes, you know, those pictures that are funny that people share and go viral. Uh, I believe people were paying to sort of get like that shout out, sort of those power likes and shout out to like a feature. Hey, if you want to be featured, let me know, um, you know, for X amount of cost, we'll feature your account. And because they have so many eyeballs, then they'll get more followers. So those things are being shut down as well. Uh, I have heard that some people have received cease and desist orders from Instagram as well for bot behavior and automated accounts and and all of those types of things. So I know that a lot of you who are listening aren't doing any of this activity anyway, but I want you to understand why you might be seeing changes in some of your engagement. And also you need to be thinking about your content. First of all, if you want to get better engagement, these are the things that I recommend. Um, Staying active in the stories, believe it or not, stories is, I think, really going to be impacting some of the the algorithm in a sense of they're really looking at stories a lot now. And sadly, a lot of these hackers, these growth hackers are moving from the feed into stories. So you might see like people getting a, a whole lot of views or things of that nature in your story because they're sending people from you know, random, you might see if you see views from people from random countries, those might be sort of those growth hackers. Um, But I I have, I can't remember where I read it, but I recently read that if you're active in stories, they're really looking at that. So, I mean, Facebook is looking at, at stories as well too. And I believe that's going to positively impact your algorithm overall. They're looking for people who are really active in stories and they're looking for good community members. Are you engaging with other people or are you just posting and ghosting? So if you're in there and you're talking and you're communicating and you're sending direct messages and you're commenting on people's stuff, that's going to help your algorithm, which will help you get more engagement as well because obviously if you're supporting other people's content, they're going to support yours. I highly recommend that you look at your insights, which is another reason that you should consider having a business account because you get more insights there or you can use a paid third party like Agora Pulse has a lot of reports and insights, but you want to know what is working because if you keep posting short videos or carousels, but you always get way more comments and engagement on your single photo posts that have a person's face in it, probably yours, you need to do more of that. Uh, you could do Instagram ads because you could do paid, you know, short boosted campaigns. You could promote your posts. You can get more likes. You can drive more traffic. That's working. Hashtags, my hashtag formula. You guys, if you want to know the hashtag formula, go to my IGTV channel and look for the hashtag formula and hashtag strategy videos. You can get all of the hashtag goodies there. It absolutely works. And you can see on your stories and on your content, you can see how many views have come from hashtags, how many discoveries have come from hashtags. It's another reason that you need to be looking at those insights. Influencer marketing is still working. That means, you know, obviously paying an influencer. That may not be something that you wanna do as a small business or a solopreneur. Influencer marketing is still going strong. Giveaways and contests, which I have a podcast about that as well, which I will link in the show notes. IGTV, not a lot of people are using IGTV. Well, guess what? Anytime there's something new that a platform is trying to push, they're going to help reward you. So definitely get on IGTV, which means you're gonna have to be on video and you're gonna have to up your video content game and also use that preview option to get more eyeballs. And then last but not least, I talk about this a lot as well. Something that I do is you have permission to post less. If you're posting multiple times in Insta, first of all, your 
content is going to be just drowning out your other content. I know some people that say you should be posting twice a day. Wow. That I, first of all, I don't have the time or the content for that. But if you're posting twice a day, then you're going to be competing with your own content. I would say be consistent and consistent doesn't mean every day and high quality. It takes me 30 minutes to create a really high quality caption because I'm doing long form content that is educating people. I'm not just throwing up a picture and, you know, putting in some hashtags. It also takes me some time to research different hashtags. So it should take you a bit of time to make a high quality post. And you will probably see better results with a higher quality post once a week than if you were to do a mediocre post five times a week. So those are some ways that still work and are foundational for growth in Insta. Okay, so that's basically what's happening in the Instagram quote unquote algorithm. It's not really the algorithm. Of course, that's changing and impacts everything that we do and we don't really know the secret sauce. But a lot of what's happening and a lot of what you're hearing the complaints about from quote unquote influencers or YouTube videos is because it has started shutting down all this bot activity. Now this happened November, 2018. So you can go back to Instagram's business blog and see that in November, 2018, they made an announcement, we're cracking down on inauthentic activity. This most recent one came out where they're now disabling accounts and giving warnings to people like, hey, you're doing too much activity in one fell swoop, like too many likes, too many contents, because that's usually automated behavior. That was July of 2019. So this has been going on for a while. This is no surprise. By the way, some of you might have seen those things floating around like, you should tell Instagram that they don't have any rights to your pictures. You guys, those are all social media chain letters. Don't forward them on. Those are not true. A lot of people will send them to you in your Facebook Messenger or via email. None of that stuff is true. The other thing that I see right now a lot of in my Facebook Messenger inbox is, is this a video? Is this you in this video? Do not click any links at all. Those are all fake virus, like laden links that's going to try to get a virus into your computer. So let everybody you know know about that because that is a way to keep yourself safe. Okay, so we talked to death about what's going on with Insta. Let me tell you a little bit about the creator account because uh, I switched over to the creator account. I didn't even know that I had it. It didn't give me a notification or anything like that. Um, this was originally intended for quote unquote creators, influencers, people that wanted to uh, create content on the regular. And um, so they created uh, not only a creator account, but a desktop creator studio for Instagram. Now, in my opinion, I believe they created this uh, studio online because there's so many third party apps that are out there for scheduling and planning your posts. If I were Instagram, I'd be like, well, why are we letting them make all the money? We should just give the opportunity to people to schedule their posts directly within our own product. Um, so if you're familiar with Facebook pages, you know that you can actually schedule out your posts and all of that. Well, this is basically what you're going to be able to do for Instagram as well with the creator studio. So first things first, the creator account. Um, when you go into your profile, just click on the three line menu and then go down to settings and click on account. All the way at the bottom, if you have access to it, it will say switch to creator account. So I switched to creator account and there's really not a whole bunch of major differences at this point. They'll probably end up adding a whole lot more bells and whistles. But what I did notice is that 
one of the things that it shows in the insights is your growth, the number of new followers, the number of people who have unfollowed you. And that's interesting because a lot of paid or free third-party apps used to tell you that. So that's nice. So you can kind of see, are you growing? And you can also look at the content on that particular day. So let's say you lose, I don't know, 20 followers in one day. You can click on that content and see, you know, was it, was it your content? Was there something different about that day? What I also was excited about is I got the music sticker back. I lost the music sticker because I was a business account and I got uh, the music sticker. The other thing that I actually really like is that it separates your inbox out. So people that you don't know or you're not connected with, if they send you a message, they put them into the general inbox. And so I can immediately answer back all of the people that I'm already connected with in my primary and I can sort of look uh, occasionally into my general inbox and then I can move those people over to primary if I so choose. You can also see the follower count, which doesn't really matter to me, but I would imagine maybe for some influencers, maybe that's a thing. And you can see friends in common as well. You also have categories that are a little bit more descriptive that you can select, like you can select blogger, video, artist, coach. So you do get that opportunity. Um, no new real data sets other than sort of that growth information. So uh, I thought that was really interesting. Um, for, for that account. So I, I expected to see more, but I, I do think it will come out. So now, once you sort of have that creator account and you don't need that creator account to access Creator Studio, you just need a business account or the creator account. So don't worry, you don't have to switch over to creator if you don't want to, as long as you have the business account. So um, essentially, all you have to do to access the creator studio, and I'll put this link again in the show notes, is go to facebook.com slash creator studio. And what you'll see first is that it opens up to your Facebook studio, your Facebook creator studio. And some of you who remember maybe about a year or so ago, Facebook tried to launch an app that was creator studio. It kind of like fell flat on its face, but you'll see that you can actually look at all of your Facebook stuff there and you can upload videos and you can go live from there. You can see all of your insights on your videos. You can sort by content types like you know, live videos, photo posts, all of that. Uh, you can sort by keywords and phrase, or you can search by keyword phrase and date as well. And you can then see activity like website visits, action buttons that were clicked, all of that. So there is at the top, there's the Facebook icon, and then there's the Instagram icon. So just click on the Instagram icon. You're gonna have to connect it to your Insta. And then what's really neat is that you can see everything. You can see the post status, you can sort by videos, photos, carousel, you can sort by stories, IGTV. So now at a glance, you can see everything on desktop life. If you're like me, I like seeing stuff on desktop. Can you see pretty much all of this in your insights within your mobile device? Yes, but I like seeing it on my desktop. I don't know why, I just do. So you can see everything right there. And what I was excited about is that you can actually schedule not only a post for the feed, but a post for IGTV, which I was super excited about because I do so many of those. And I was also excited that it was going to keep your spacing in the caption, which as you guys know, has been a thorn in our sides. If you uh, want to, you can use an app called appsforlifehost.com, appsforlifehost.com. That will help you get all of those um, spaces in your caption. But that was a big deal. I hated that. So that's something that I was excited about too. Now, 
Uh, much to my chagrin, I tried to upload my last IGTV video through here and schedule it out. Womp womp. It didn't work. And I think there was some weird glitch that was happening because two other people that I talked to that day also couldn't upload it. So I don't know if it was just a strange glitch or not, but um, I am excited to hopefully see this thing work because and then maybe I can cancel some of my other uh, third party apps that I use. Now, this doesn't show you what your grid's going to look like. So if you're using like a Planoly or a later.com, it's not going to be able to like show you what your grid will look like. But again, you guys, it doesn't really matter what your grid or your gallery looks like on your profile because one, one in a, once in a blue moon, people are going to go there. They're going to go there to follow you. And then once they follow you, they're never going to probably come back to your profile. They're just going to wait for your content to fall into the feed. So it's not really that important unless you're like high level influencer, beauty, makeup, travel, what have you. It's a bit more important to them. So um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on if you guys have used the creator account and or if you have tried Creator Studio with success let me know specifically on the IGTV video scheduling. Don't forget to connect with me over on Insta and grab your free Instagram bio audit at chelsea.pites. That's P-E-I-T-Z. Thanks, guys. See you later.